Hello, my name is Justin Jeter. And I'm John Wilson, and this is not just another children's ministry podcast. We strive to engage children's ministry workers by equipping them through relevant content that helps grow their skills, confidence, and passion for apostolic children's ministry. We are going to be talking about the different formats of children's ministry. That sounds exciting. Well, it's more than exciting. It's super duper exciting. So buckle in. Buckle in. You want to make sure you're safe because this is going to be awesome. Um, You know, there is no set format for children's ministry. I think one of the things I've discovered as I've talked to people that are either starting a children's ministry or they've been working in children's ministry for a long time uh, and are looking for a change or everything in between. They want to know, hey, how do you do your children's ministry? And I'm like, well, I can I can tell you how I do my children's ministry. And that's what Justin and I, we're, we're going to do that today. We're going to tell you some of the things we've done in ours. But I want to make sure we say this up front. There are a million different ways to do children's ministry as far as format is concerned. Uh, what is most important is that you use what you have. And we're going to go into some more specific topics and bullet points regarding that if you're making notes. But Justin, today I want to start, if we could, on the two primary traditional formats that a lot of our listeners are going to be familiar with. You know, you have Children's Church, and that can be called a lot of different things. Uh, we call it J Zone, where I'm at, for Generation J, uh, Children's Chapel. Um, there's other names you can call it. But basically, Children's Church is going to be where you're going to have your kids of a variety of ages all together in, in one room, in one area, having having church. And, and then the other primary uh, traditional format would be Sunday school. And that's going to be what I grew up in. And probably you and, and a lot of our teachers that are maybe over the age of 35, 40 years old, Uh, They were going to churches where they had a traditional Sunday school style where it was based on ages or grades and they would go have that one set teacher every single week. And I know there are churches out there that that still do that today. So my question for you, Justin, to get started here, um, can you tell me a little bit about the formats that you use that maybe you've used in the past and and maybe what you find to be the most successful about that? Yeah, John, I would love to tell you about the formats that we have used in the past and what we are currently doing. I would say the the biggest key here, the biggest key here is that um, you are always evaluating what is the effectiveness of your program or the format that you're using. Um, churches go through seasons, especially in our children's ministry. You have kids that, you know, that are passing through going into the student ministry. And so there's always a good time to reevaluate and see the effectiveness of what we're doing and how it's connecting to kids. So we've always, I've, I've always been a fan of that. And yes, it may be working 
for us right now, but is there something that we could be doing better? Or should we consider looking at making changes before the kids get burned out or the teachers get burned out on this certain format? So I'm always open to that and always open to change and and being adaptable and flexible with those sorts of things. So we've always used a a large group format, which would be more so like your kids' church style. All the kids are together um, and you're sitting the grades together or breaking them up in grades in different sections and there's one person on stage and they're leading certain aspects of it. So typically one person's up there for no more than 10 minutes at a time, whether that's a game, your worship or action song, an object lesson, a Bible story, um, fitting in like prayer, time for altar call, things like that. Um, That's going to be, and everybody stays together in that one large group. The other option is that you do a bit of a hybrid where you're doing large group and small group. Um, That is one that we've, that we're currently in where we have all the kids together and they start off together and we do those large group activities. Um, You're opening the day with, this is what we're talking about. This is the big idea, the group game where up front or whether it's on a screen, um, a relay race, whatever that may be. And then a worship song, or if you fit that in at that time. Um, and then at this time we're focusing on just the Bible story. We're introducing the Bible story. That's going to be whether that's somebody, a great storyteller is going to go up and is going to tell that Bible story. They're going to use props. They may have kids dress up. They may have other adults act out the Bible story. And then after the Bible story, they're going to break up into small groups And our groups are set up as grade groups. So we'll have kindergarten in a group. We'll have first and second grade and third and fourth grade in a group. Our fifth and sixth graders are actually in their own class. They're in a preteen class the whole time. So they're not going to be integrated into this process for us at least. And so kindergarten is... uh, Now, let me just set the... Our environment is an open space. So none of this, we don't have, uh, we use a shared space for our kids' ministry on Sundays, and then youth has it on Wednesdays. So we are using open space. So we have tables set up in our small groups area, in our small groups. So they're all going to come up to together around the stage. We'll do that large group stuff. And then they're going to split up into small groups and do kindergarten, first and second grade, third and fourth grade. And in those small groups, that's when they're doing life applications. They're talking about how this is impacting us, uh, our life, that big idea, what we can take away from it. They're doing discussion questions. They're looking into what the Bible says uh, about that big idea or that takeaway for the day. Um, And so they're able to meet the needs and the learning needs of each grade group as they're developing. You know, kindergarten is going to have coloring sheets or activities to do while they're maybe talking about that lesson or that life application. Third and fourth grade is going to be more discussion-based. They're going to really be having conversations about it, asking questions and making a safe space for them to ask questions and stuff. So um, that's currently what we're doing, mixture of large group and small group can be, you know, considered a, a hybrid um, but I wouldn't say it's Sunday school. It is definitely not a Sunday school format. Sure. Um, yeah. I envision that, and that's what I grew up with, and that's you know an hour on a Sunday sitting in a classroom with the same person. You don't leave the classroom, and you do everything there. 
Um, that's not what we do. We try to transition and, and switch things up for kids. Even if it's in the same room, we're just trying to move maybe to a different part of the room just to simply give them a new environment to make it feel like a transition's happened. Reset their attention span, so to speak. I like how you use the word hybrid, and I think that's a word, I think we've possibly even used that on each episode uh, in different ways, and I think that is something mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be a reoccurring theme is is taking one thing and another thing that are both effective and merging those things together, finding new creative ways to do it. Because the way that you're describing doing your children's ministry, I, I think if our facility matched your facility, then I would probably consider doing something like, like you're talking about. But that's not what I have. So so I'm going to work with, with what I have. And that and that's kind of goes to the whole point we made at the very beginning. Everybody's is going to be slightly different. You have to use what you have, the resources. Um, your church services are going to dictate a lot of what you're doing. Uh, we have switched um, to a two, ser- a two identical service format at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. And then we have Wednesday night. But previous to, to COVID and previous to, to 2020, we did more of a traditional um, where we would have service at, at 10 to 10:45, and that was a Sunday school. And then, and then we had um, an evangelistic service with everybody in the sanctuary at 10:45. So, so as you shared kind of your formatting, I'll, I'll share a little bit of the specifics of, of the formatting that, that I've used in the past. And, and I'm also using now mm-hmm. um, it was only 45 minutes previously. So for a, about a decade, uh, or so, <clears throat> we had Sunday morning, and we did also um, kids' church, children's church, kind of a format there, uh, where we would use that 45 minutes. And by the time you, you get the kids a few minutes before service starts, you, we had almost an hour with the kids when it was all, you know, totaled up, and, and we would do memory verse and lesson and action songs and things like that together. Um, we had to be very concentrated though, because it was a, a short amount of time. And, and then we would all, you know, back when I did that, I had one team. We spent the last episode. If you listen to episode number two, we talked about volunteers. When we, when we were doing that at our church, I had one Sunday morning team and they helped every Sunday morning. And it was pretty easy to do that. I could get away with, um, basically I had two preschool teachers. I had two preteen teachers. And then I had five of us, that did five to nine, basically. So I was getting away with nine volunteers, and that was all I needed on Sundays. Um, fast forward to post-2020, post, post 2020, uh, and the fact that our church has grown so much in the last few years. Uh, we've outgrown our sanctuary, and so we had we were going to go to a two-service format regardless. And, and so now what we're doing, we have the kids on Sunday morning. Uh, they check them in. At 8:45, and they pick them up um, probably around 10:30, and then we're getting a whole new crop of kids at 10:45, and they're picking them up at 12:30. Um, that second service tends to last a little longer, which I'm super grateful for. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of a lot of action songs, <laughs> a lot of group games, but right. that created a whole new set of things. We we don't, it's not just 40 or 45 minutes now. We have an hour and a half. We have two hours. 
So, yeah. so I had we 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 change we've had to change some things. What we've done is we've added live instruments, and and we have you know, so we have you know the keyboard, um, drums, guitars. Uh, we have and we have a praise team. Um, we have an action song team. We, we've and we can go into some more of these specifics as we go into the future episodes of our podcast. But but we had to bulk up all the things we were doing and we had to stretch everything out and that meant yep. nine, nine people couldn't do it you couldn't just do that with nine people every single week first of all they, they would never get to be into the main the main service so so basically without going into too many details i had, we had to create three teams we have one sunday a month where we do not have children's ministry we promote that we advertise that uh, in all of our promotional stuff that we do and it's called family Sunday. And basically the children go upstairs. They're with their parents or they sit in the front, front few rows of the church. We do have a handout that we give the kids, uh, so they can follow along with service. And we have a, a children's ministry person sitting at the back desk. When church is over, you show them your paper. If, if, if you feel, we don't really care what you did with the paper. As long as you show us the paper, we give you a treat at the end of service. Um, but we had to be versatile. We had to make a change. And you talked about Sunday school, and you have a, like a hybrid of it. One room, it sounds like, different stations kind of set up where they do that. Well, we have a traditional style facility in, in regards to we have classrooms. So on Wednesday nights, that's when we do our quote-unquote Sunday school. So we, we do a hybrid, but it it's, uh, starts in our children's chapel, our J-Zone, we have the kids for a half hour, and we will do action song. We'll do prayer time. Um, we may do a worship song since we have the instruments in here. We may do do those kind of things, uh, do a, some kind of an object lesson or something. And then we dismiss the children to go to their age-appropriate classes, three, three and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and 11. Um, so we do that. And, and then for us, we noticed, and this is us, and it's going to be different everywhere else, our our kids puppets that, that that's one of those things where you know you bring a puppet out it depends on the group of kids what kind of a response you're going to get right i mean so if you're talking if you have a bunch of 10 and 11 year olds and you, you get a, uh, some puppets out you might see some eyes roll i hate to say that but that's that's where we're at in 2022 um and so we learned that those little kids the three four five those those, those little kids they 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 this love puppets so on wednesday nights we've built in a specific we call it puppet time very creative name very creative name i, I get full credit for that hmm. i have a marketing degree you can have it at, well yeah i mean it's a marketing degree at work right there i'll give you all the credit for that <laughs> puppet time so the, the three and four year olds come in every wednesday night we have 10 minutes and we do a puppet song the kids interact with the puppet um, we're recording this on a thursday and and uh, just last night I had an old man puppet and I had a girl puppet and they were having conversations with the kids and they were singing the B-I-B-L-E song and the kids were singing along. It was fantastic. You know, that doesn't work though, necessarily with preteens. Good luck. I mean, you're more than welcome to try that, but you, but you have to do what works with your church, with your kids, with your format. And, and I guess that's what this episode is all about, the format of your children's ministry, because we've talked about vision and mission and and obviously everything we do has got to to align with that we talked about volunteers 
and and you can't do any of this. You can't you can't even get to the format until you have those those things in order. So I, I love I love how we're going through this. Um, but yeah, you have to be flexible. Now the next thing I wanted to talk about was once that exact thing: being flexible and willing to adapt to the needs of your children. Now Justin, have can you think of a time where you've had to make a change to your children's ministry based on the needs of either the parents or your children? Well, we've had some times in our children's ministry, and every church has experienced this, and John, you can speak to this as well, that we've had opportunities and times where you have a really young kids' ministry, and you also have times where you have a really old kids' ministry. And so you're having to evaluate and adapt in those times of, hey, we have a lot of kindergartners coming in, and it is overwhelming and disrupting the rest of our children's ministry, and we're not able to meet the needs of, one, our kindergartners, but at the same time, we're not able to meet the needs of the older kids either, and we're having to figure out what that looks like. So I think that's an opportunity that we have to to look back and be a little flexible, um, possibly change a format, break up into different groups or evaluate where you're at so that you're ensuring that you're meeting the needs of your kids. I know recently we have a very large fifth and sixth grade group. And I know typically that um, student ministries in a lot of churches start at either 12 or they start at sixth grade. We've chosen to keep sixth grade and have fifth and sixth grade as a time of transition. So we have a very large fifth and sixth grade group. We have uh, over 20 kids in that group for this year. And sixth grade will graduate next August of 23. When they graduate to seventh grade, they'll graduate into student ministry. So we have made some adjustments to our format and our classes so that one, this large group is able to really get focused uh, our teachers are able to really get hyper-focused on preparing them for student ministry um, without compromising what our kindergartners and first and second graders are getting, needing their needs met as well and learning, and then also that third and fourth grade group. So that's why we've adapted using these smaller groups. We haven't always done that hybrid format of large group, small group. It's been large group since we came back from 2020. So this is a time that we're making that we've just recently made some changes to that format um, because of the needs. We have a large kindergarten group and we have a large fifth and sixth grade group, and they just do not, they don't play well together in the same what? room. I don't. You are having, I know, right? I, but just with our <laughs> just with our setup, we have large spaces. We don't have right. classroom spaces. We've as well have outgrown all of our spaces, so we use every space we possibly can on Sundays. Um, so it's a, it's a good problem to have. We're thankful, but it's also just a challenge that we have in trying to work through that. So, uh, that would be, that's we're we're currently in a time where we're being flexible and adapting and making changes to our format to meet the kid, to meet the needs of our children. That's, that is precisely our church. We just came out of, of that season. You know, in, in the last uh, in the last 12 months or so, 12 to 18 months, we've had over over 20 kids age into the youth group. 
And, and so what that has done, the, the number of children in our children's ministry is, is about the same. It's pretty close to what it was 18 months ago. And that's, you know, through, through church growth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, but the children's ministry is younger. And that's what you meant by that earlier. In case someone heard that, and they were, you have a young children's ministry, an old children's ministry. What does that even mean? There, there are cycles and seasons of this. And when our children's ministry was uh, two years ago, I would say probably about 40% of our children's ministry was 10 or older. And, and, and so that drove everything we did. Um, whereas now, mm-hmm. now yeah. we're looking at the, the, the bulk of our children's ministry now is probably going to be un, nine and younger or eight and younger even. And, and so, yeah. so that preteen, that preteen class that we call it, um, is one third of the size that it was a year and a half ago. And it'll get back big again, but you go, you go through those baby booms, you know, we're Pentecostals. So, so I'm, I'm imagining all the churches that have ever been around. They have baby booms. One, uh, you know, one lady, oh, now they're all having a kid. So, um, <laughs> but hey, John, let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. We talked earlier about, um, well, not to go back up uh, to what we were talking about earlier, but what are um, some other things that could dictate a, a choice to do a certain format of children's ministry. So we talked about how, you know, like your service changed the, your like service uh, times changed. You went to two services as opposed to maybe doing Sunday school classes at the beginning. Then everybody came together at worship. Um, So your service times changed altogether. And that dictated the format of how you were running kids ministry. Um, But what about a, um, small church that has just a handful of volunteers or ones that lack. Uh, these are some things that I, in my mind, I think of that uh, these things would dictate your format and they're not necessarily obstacles. They're just, you're working within your limitations, but you know, like for us, it's, it's facility space. We don't have enough facility space to do a bunch of different formats or to do more traditional Sunday school or to break up into classrooms and such. Um, For some people, it may be, they don't have enough volunteers, so they may be running their Sunday service, kids church service with only three to four people. So now they're taking a group of maybe 30 or 40 kids in a large group space and they have three or four volunteers they can get on a Sunday and that could possibly dictate what format they do. Is there think? Let's help help me think of some other ways that could some other obstacles or, or limitations that could dictate a format to help some of the listeners. I immediately think of things that I've gone through, and and I know. Um, in fact, it's one of our current obstacles is um, we have often on through the years we've had you know a, a, a bus ministry, but honestly, it's been. Two, two or three kids might come, more adult-focused. Um, but here in the last few months, we've launched what we call the CLC Express. And we are picking up, and we did it for Vacation Bible School as our launch. And we we are picking up a dozen, 15, probably soon to be 20-plus kids. And those kids are being brought into our 11 o'clock service. And I am currently having meetings with my leaders in children's ministry because even though I have three different teams, all three teams are giving the same feedback. 
the way, the format that we are using, the way that we are doing church on Sundays, it still works great for nine. But I'm not sure how effective we are at 11, for instance. Because of your well, bus yeah, ministry and um, absolutely. And we, we have a, lot a lot of more guests, visitors coming. A, a lot of guests are coming at 11 o'clock. Yeah. They don't want, they Unchurched don't want to kids change the dynamic. Absolutely. So so we're doing a lot of a lot of games now. It, it's pretty easy for someone to do an Old Testament, New Testament game. Quote the Bible verse, Bible trivia. If you ask, yeah. if you ask a kid that's never been to church, who was in the belly of a whale? They're going to look at you like, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah, and, and yeah definitely. It, that's a real issue. Yeah, and that is that is impacting. So the immediate the immediate fix that we are making is for our formatting. We're going to try to be a little bit. We're going to be concrete with the Bible stories. We're we're going to use a lot of scripture, but we're going to use a lot of illustration. We're gonna, we're just going to try to make sure that we're not assuming that these kids know anything. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so, and that, that, so that does affect, it affects the, maybe the games you play. You might, you might do more, more things that are quote unquote fun and a little bit mm-hmm. less of the things with that group. Now, you know, but you've got to find that balance. And I guess that's, that's a whole another episode right there. We could, we could definitely do call and just, you know, find a balance in children's ministry. Um, yeah, I would say the last thing here that dictates your format is um, identifying the strengths and abilities of your volunteers. You may be really heavy on the teacher side of your volunteers. So a large group like Kids Church Service may not actually work well because you don't have teachers that are high energy, high octane to be in front of a group of 30 or 40 kids to want to do an action song, to want to do games, to want to do a, a high energy Bible story or improv Bible story or wanting to be funny and things like that. They're used to teaching from a book or teaching from a lesson. And so that dynamic just is not going to fit well for your volunteers. And so your format even though you may want to do a kids church format, you may just not, you may have to recruit some volunteers specific for that format that you're wanting to achieve. And that's okay. Just know the expectations going in that you're going to have to do some of that legwork in the beginning to get the right people on your team to fulfill that format you're looking for. So I would say your volunteers identifying their strengths and abilities are going to help dictate your format that you want to do as well. Get people working in their strengths and not just filling a position or doing something that you think is the right thing to be doing yeah justin i feel like every single one of these episodes that we're going to do could be could be done in a in a eight hour format and but we we promise the people 30 30 minutes minutes or less less. that's right it's like uh, the old pizza shop you know the pizza comes in 30 minutes or less i'm not going to say which one unless they want to sponsor us in which case i would absolutely (sighs) you think they not sponsored if there's anybody listening that owns a pizza shop and you would like to sponsor us and you will provide us with free pizza and you're Pentecostal. We could have been giving the listeners valuable information. Instead, you've chose to talk about being sponsored by a pizza joint. Hey, Justin, this is what we Listen. have to do. This is the best we can do. This is the best we got. This is not the best we can do, John. We can give the people better. Hey. But what you can do for us is you can listen to this podcast. You can like and you can share. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Even if it's worthy of three, give us five. Thank you and, so much. Well, listen, I just don't want the people that are that are hearing this to think that this is 
all of the other regular ho-hum plain children's ministry podcasts. Justin, this is not just another children's ministry podcast.